This is Truth Be Told. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Truth Be Told. We're excited to have you. We're gonna jump right on in. We're gonna talk about finding your voice. Now, I love this topic. I'm very passionate about people finding their voice, and I was really excited when I was thinking about The Little Mermaid. That's the first thing that came to mind when I thought about finding my voice. I kept hearing that, oh. And it was just so interesting to me how, you know, when she didn't have her voice, she wasn't really walking in her destiny and didn't really have her power. But once she had her voice back, she had her power and she walked into her destiny. So I want to talk to you ladies today about finding your voice and maybe ways that you've overcome, you know, situations where you felt like your voice wasn't heard and, you know, what that looked like for you. So I've mentioned this before, but um, the app 750words.com and just like actually taking the time to write morning pages, it's also mm -hmm. what they're called. Um, if you're familiar with The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, that's mm -hmm. where the idea yeah. comes from. But um, really unfiltered writing how I feel and what I think and not worrying about people seeing it or um, I don't know, just having that sounding board. That has personally helped me feel like I have more of a voice or just actually discern like this is how I feel about different mm -hmm. things and yeah. I think knowing yourself I mean that's step one mm -hmm. um, and just being aware of those feelings uh, has has been really instrumental in finding my voice so yeah I think like um, just truly believing that I have something to contribute that's and that good. I have something mm -hmm. to give um, helps me be vocal in situations where perhaps I would have remained silent. Um, I'm not usually one to put like all my emotions and everything I'm thinking on Facebook or any form of social media for that matter. <laughs> I have a love-hate relationship with social media and I'm like, oh, there's a lot of people talking that shouldn't be. Yeah, um, <laughs> that is so true. So I, you know, I have to, I have to kind of um, continually, continually remind myself like, hey, I'm like a joyful person and I love people. And so I, in, in finding my voice and like honing my voice, I would say just making sure that everything comes from that foundation mm -hmm. and that um, motivation is to really like give, if I can, into someone's situation, whether it's advice, it's comfort, whatever it is. And so just knowing that I have something to give and um, just curating my voice in a way that it's, it's life-giving to people is has kind of been like my my journey and being brave enough to speak out. <laughs> like I, for me, it was always kind of like, I, I knew I had something valuable, but I always felt like someone else had something more valuable than me to say. It was that comparison that was like robbing me of my voice. And it's really been a process of me understanding that like when I feel that heartbeat and like I need to say something or vocalize something to a friend, like I should say it. But then there's also times where I'm like, I'm recognizing discernment in voicing, like in using my voice. Cause I want my voice and what I have to say to carry value. And I'm not always like dissecting everything, but there's times where I'm like, eh, it's not necessary to say something. It'll be like throwing the pearls before swine. I guess is like, if I'm get constantly like talking, a lot of times they like say it's like just noise and I don't want to be noise. And it's recognizing from being okay with being loud and also being okay with like stepping back and almost letting myself like discern on my own, not on a situation's perspective. I don't know. I guess I'm trying to say like, 
with the situation, I want to have a voice that matters. And I don't always just want to be talking nonstop. There's yeah. a really great quote. Thank it's, you. A wise man once said nothing. Very <laughs> <laughs> good. It's really good. But I like to talk a lot, so it's really been a process. Yeah, but I think it's important what you're saying is like knowing when to speak and knowing mm. when not to speak. And yeah. I think that's powerful yeah. as well. I think both of them are powerful. I feel like the voice is a weapon mm. that can yeah. be used to build things yeah. up or break things down. So yeah. how we yield it and how we use it is really important, is. right? Yeah. So yeah. when we are using restraint with what we're speaking, that's actually wisdom because we're yeah. knowing when is the right time to actually yield that weapon and when when not to. Um, and, and just kind of like when you ladies were speaking, the thing that, that stuck to my mind is how the voice is so unique. Like mm. everyone has a different voice. No voice is exactly the same. Mm. We all have a unique sound. Yeah. And so I think it's really embracing um, authenticity of who we are. Yeah. And what we really yeah. truly believe and value and not trying to mirror or copy other people's sound, the way they speak, yeah. even their perspectives, you know, yeah. because we all have our own ideas and we all have things that are unique to us. And so when we bring that into like our voice and we release those words, there's something powerful when we're speaking from our true authentic self. Yeah. So well, I think that's important. We deal with this as singers yes, too. Like yes. both she and I are singers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she meant to say us three. As three. <laughs> <laughs> Renee, why don't, why don't you just, why don't okay, you just show us the, the song that you've been wanting to sing from Nikki, uh, what is it? Nikki, Nikki oh, wait, Meninja. 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 Why don't you sing a song from Nikki Meninja for us? I did. I thought she was called Nicki Minaj. We're talking about Nicki Minaj. Yeah, Nicki Minaj, guys. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm really uncovering how cool I am and how relevant I am right now. We need to rewind for the audience because before we started taping, uh, Renee looked at, looked at me and said, oh, yeah, do you know Nicki uh, Meninja? And I was like, Nicki Meninja? And she's like, you don't know who Nicki Meninja is? And I'm like, I saw it. And she was like, I am with it. Yeah. I can't believe that. But you don't know. I was like, you're way yeah. cooler than I am. Like, how do you not know this? And then it was really Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, not Nicki Meninja. Well, it was awesome. I mean, potatoes, potatoes. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway. Nikki has a unique yeah. voice. She has a unique voice. We have a unique, you know, but, but we, <laughs> what are we talking about? Right now. but, okay. That's awesome. As a singer. Great segue. Oh, right, yeah, As right. a singer. Continue. Okay. So I know that, you know, we have had that moment in our childhoods, I'm assuming that you have, um, where, you know, I'm like singing Celine Dion into my hairbrush and you grow up and you go in these singing competitions and you're like, oh, I'm going to sing just like Christina Aguilera. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to sing just like, I was going to say Britney Spears, but I'm probably not. Sorry, Brit. Uh, <laughs> no shade. No shade. No shade. Uh, but, you know, the, whoever the great singer is of the time, you know, I know you love Whitney Houston. Love, you're always... Love. That's her karaoke go-to. So, um, but as you grow into your own style as an artist, you learn, like, oh, this is actually the thing that makes me unique and how people yeah. are going to know my music. Absolutely. And when I sing a song, even if yeah. it's a cover song, I want it to be a little bit different. I don't want to just be like everyone else and just believing in yeah. your own unique style is is really something that you, I don't know, becomes something you become more adamant about. Yeah, yeah I love that. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. What about you, Jen? Well, um, I think that I loved what you said. Just I feel like 
um, the power of our voice and finding our voice, like we first have to find ourselves and like find the things that we like stand firm on. And I think that like that was my long journey is like I had to for a long time, I was trying to figure out, like, what do I believe in? Like, because I don't feel comfortable speaking about things if I'm, like, I'm all wishy-washy. One, like, saying something here and then saying something else here. Yeah. It's, like, I, the journey for me took a lot of years to figure out, like, what do I believe in? Like, who am I? Yeah. And from that place, use, being able to use my voice. Because I don't want to just talk to talk. And I do a lot of the time. I ramble all the time. <laughs> and I'm, like, oh, wow, bless people who can keep up with me. But... I'm just like, yeah, I want my voice to be powerful. And I think that like the power comes like when you hear people like think about how many people have said the same thing. Like you've heard the same thing over yeah. and over again, but from different people. And I think it's because it's like they carry something like their story carries something in what they're saying that maybe is like just like carry like you like they're in like imparting that power to you and like mm. that over to you. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I think it's like a journey to figure out like, oh, and then like seeing the impact of your words in someone's life is like, oh, wow, like believing like what I have to say is important. Like I'm not just talking to talk. I'm actually talking to yeah. like love you well. And I'm talking yeah. to like share my story so you can then get to know me and I can get to know you yeah, better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's all I about love, like connection. Yeah. I love yes. that because it's like living a life out of your convictions and not your emotions. Yes. And it's okay to have emotions, but it's not okay for your emotions to rule your yeah. life or rule your tongue even. Mm -hmm. And so just being like really cautious. I mean, obviously like we all have have to have those girlfriends where we can just sit and be like blah, blah, blah. And like we don't have to have a filter and we yes. don't like we're not saying like every moment of life has to be curated right. but when you're coming to um, share an opinion or you're coming to the table with an argument I mean I know this sounds a little bit harsh but if you don't know what you're talking about then shut up yes like, yes like if you're not educated on the matter yes. like you probably don't have yeah. anything to contribute and that's mm -hmm. okay I mean you're not going to find me talking about American politics and weighing in on American politics why I don't know about American politics and do I have my opinions yes I do will I tell my husband those opinions and my best friend yes will I tell social media no yeah like and so I think like that is part of the danger as yeah. well is like let's contribute where we can bring value mm -hmm. and not just add to the noise of society. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. hard nowadays, honestly. Yeah, I know. It really you is. know a lot of a, a lot of people, especially on Instagram, social media, you feel this pressure like I need to have something to say and I have to yeah. have something to say every single day and it needs to just blow people's minds and they need to connect with it and it needs to bring value yeah. and there's all this yes, pressure almost. to yeah. contribute yeah. even yes. when you don't, you're not inspired, even when you don't yeah. have those moments and so I think knowing your convictions and even just being willing to maybe hold back yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. and trust like, okay, I can actually be more influential by holding back and weighing in when I have something to yeah. say. Yeah. What you're talking about versus just spewing whatever out of yeah. my mouth. Have you guys yeah. ever felt like, I'm sorry, oh, no. has, have you guys ever yeah. felt like someone was like trying to keep your voice like quiet, like your opinion or your perspective? Men. Or no, your truth? <laughs> <laughs> like, like I want to hear like maybe when you guys felt like, man, like I, I wasn't empowered by my voice in this moment. And, like, how how you stepped into a moment of, you know what, resolving, no, like, I'm going to speak my truth or I'm going to walk in, in who I am as a person mm -hmm. through my voice. Yeah. I'm a huge fighter of fighting to resolve. Like, I want resolve. I don't want there to be any air he or heaviness weighing over me or my life or my marriage. And there's so many times where I'm like, no, like, let's talk about this, let's process it. And then in the end, like, it, it doesn't help in that moment because 
I wasn't respecting what my husband needed in that moment, which was probably time away from me for a second. Mm -hmm. But then there's also times where I'm like, I will fight for my friendships and I will fight for a relationship over who's right and who's wrong. And I think that like when you recognize that communicating is for our benefit, it's for us to have stronger relationships and friendships and marriages. And I think that like a lot of people are like, oh, I don't like conflict. So they won't communicate anything Mm -hmm. and they'll lose their voice because they don't like conflict, but really they're just afraid of rejection in that situation or they're afraid of letting their emotions show. And I think it's like you recognize your voice when you're bold with your feelings and you're bold with communicating. And everyone's going to have a process that looks a little different when having conflict and result. But there's also like, what are you fighting for? Are you fighting to be right or are you fighting for the relationship that you do care for? Yeah, Yeah, it's so good. I don't think I've ever been in a situation where someone has directly um, sort of told me that my voice didn't matter, but I have been in a lot of situations where I'm the only woman at the table, Um, so whether that's a board meeting. So it's not so much the people who are saying it, it's the culture Mm -hmm. uh, in which, like, I I live in because of of work that that sort of, like, tries to dampen um, my voice sometimes, but... I mean, I may be one of the few people, but I, I don't mind conflict. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, I don't go out of my way to have conflict, but if there's something that I'm passionate about, I don't, I don't mind standing up for that, and I don't mind um, having it out with someone. Like, not in a, like, hateful way, but a, like, hey, like, let's mm-hmm. hear each other's perspectives because mm-hmm. um, I think that everyone has something to contribute. Yeah. And so, yeah, I would never want to be that person who ever – quiets or yeah. stands on someone else's voice. Um, mm-hmm. And so there, I d- therefore I don't want people to do that to me. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. It's interesting too because, um, you know, I in the previous episode, Renee was talking about how she was speaking and I, w- I was there when she was speaking. She was doing this great uh, talk about women, women's voices being at the table almost in, in a sense, right? And so mm-hmm. it makes me think about how our culture, when you were talking about culture before, was definitely formulated for women to be quiet and for our voices yes. not to be heard. Yeah. So it's like we're we're in a day and age now where women are like, no, like we want a place at the table. Like yeah. we want a place in leadership. Mm-hmm. We want our voice to be heard in business. We want our voice to be heard here and there. So how have you guys overcome maybe some of the situations where, you know, you're in a culture where maybe as a woman, people are trying to stifle your voice, whether that's in business or, mm-hmm. you know, anything. I feel like I've always been oblivious to it. Like, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I could see, I could see, <laughs> like, <laughs> I think I truly have because, like, in anything I've done, I'm like, I don't think about, like, myself as a woman. I think of myself as, like, an individual with value. And, like, yeah, me being a woman is part of that. And I think men have something completely different but completely valuable as well and I just have never given to you know to I can't swear but two of those (laughs) about like if I feel like I should be starting a business or if I feel like my voice matters like probably ask my family and I made sure my voice (laughs) was heard and I think it's just something that like I never felt like it was something that, like, my dad did to my mom or my sister and I, like, where our voice was less than. I always felt empowered in my family and choosing to, like, 
even if I felt like someone was trying to push that on me, I honestly just didn't care and I didn't notice. So I don't know. I was just oblivious, which kind of helped. <laughs> I, I educate myself. So if I'm coming to a yeah. table, I want to know what we're talking about and I want to do my homework and I want to make sure that I have something of value to That's contribute. Smart. And so I don't want to be there because... I have different body parts than every other person at that table. I want to be there because I have something to contribute yeah. that perhaps mm -hmm. like the feminine side of humanity sees different than the yeah. male side yeah. of humanity. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's this beautiful thing where we're meant to do it together. And mm -hmm. I, I mentioned this last night when I was talking, but I don't think that women should be at the table just as a token nod to gender yes, equality. Yeah, I think yes. women should be at the table because they have something to contribute, right, absolutely. Yeah. that they have um, honed in on the skills that they have and that they're there representing and doing a good job at representing what women have to give. Absolutely. And so I, uh, I'm i one of these people though, like this is just my personality type. I remember I got, um, I got employed by the Chinese government. I've had the most random jobs <laughs> in the world. Um, and so I had to sell CRM technology to these, uh, you know, CEOs of major corporations. And so I got this job because I was good at talking. Um, and then I had to go home and Google what CRM technology was. <laughs> like, I was like, I pitched to them that I could... I could sell this technology and then I had to go figure out what that technology was because <laughs> yeah. I had no idea what job I had just been given. Um, that and makes so, a great salesperson. I mean, <laughs> but that's my yeah. personality. I'm kind of like, oh, I can do this. And, and then I go back and then I do my homework and then I research so that when I do show up at the table, yeah. I actually know what I'm talking that's about. Right. Well, that's, I heard Gina Rodriguez talk at a Create and Cultivate event. I don't know if you're familiar with mm -hmm. it. It's like mm -hmm. a professional women's. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And she was talking about how she started, she stepped into the role for that show, Jane the Virgin. She started directing on that show and how she felt, she was like, I had to come so correct <laughs> to yeah. when, like, when I stepped yeah. into that role, being yeah. a, uh, you know, Hispanic woman, being a woman in general. Yeah. Like, and so... And I find this a lot with tech too. Like sometimes, you know, I don't I don't even think people notice it. That's the thing. I think it's pure just being oblivious um, when, <laughs> you know, but I found that, you know, I used to work for a tech company where I would troubleshoot devices and I would see, you know, I'd uh, walk up to like a more middle-aged man and I'd see him looking around like, is there anyone else who's going to help me? <laughs> um, no, I am your technician today. Aren't you We're lucky? Gonna, yeah, aren't you lucky? And I'm so cute. You know? Bonus. <laughs> Bonus. Yeah, and so, but it was always those <laughs> moments where I felt like I had to be so much uh, more knowledgeable, like you're saying, yeah. you know. But I do think that that's shifting, thankfully. Yes, um, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, and I also want to piggyback off of what both you guys were saying. I also think we don't have to overcompensate. No. Yes. Yeah. So we don't, yes. we, like, even though we need to be prepared, just like anyone else would be prepared for yeah. a position, right, and we want to take it seriously and do it with excellence, we don't have to overcompensate. And I think the thing that can happen is women can feel like they need to strive right. to yeah. um, be something or overcompensate to be something. And I think we just need to settle and rest in who we are because there's yeah. so much power in being a woman. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm empowered by being next to these women. Like there's the, I get so excited when I'm around women because we just have this 
energy and we just exude it and we are just a force to be reckoned with, especially yeah. when we're united. And I think it's so beautiful that we're talking about this. Amen. Right? <laughs> I think it's just so beautiful that we're talking about this topic and we're rallying around and we're we're shedding light and truth on it because it's really important for women who are watching, you ladies who are watching, like to feel empowered by your voice, to really, yeah. you know, uh, be bold and courageous and sharing what's on your mind, what's on your heart, because in there, there are businesses, there are ideas, there are strategies that are going to change the world. Like yeah. if you just open your mouth and speak. Yeah. So I yeah. think that's just really important. There's yeah. a, um, oh, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's so excited. There's a, um, a quiz. That it, it's like, I think it's Tony Robbins has this quiz that talks about leading and whether you lead more with masculine or feminine oh, and, and how, and so, um, you know, I took this test once, you know, so I was like, what kind of leader am I? And it was like, you are actually a feminine leader, but this is what's great about that, you know? Mm, and I, I have that. seen some of my, my friends who are female, like put on this masculine yeah. mask and lead more like forcefully and overcompensate yes. instead of learning, leaning into the p parts of them that are more like nurturing mm -hmm. and more, yeah. uh, collaborative. And actually what's cool is I wow. think that we're actually yeah. stepped That's into awesome. yeah. a collaborative economy where business-wise and venture-wise, people aren't doing things by themselves anymore. Yes. Like, And I think that that is very feminine, mm -hmm. you know, more Absolutely. tribe mentality, more community-oriented than we've ever been. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Amen. Um, this is not, this <laughs> is not like exactly piggybacking off what you said. <laughs> no, it's but no, I was just want to talk like a kind of, I guess like as females, we talk more from emotions and like our stories. And I found that it's like, actually like doing your homework is super important too, not only in the sense of like being educated, but also like my story isn't like the only storyline. So if I'm like talking yeah. to someone yeah. and giving them advice, it's like, oh, well this was true for me, but that doesn't mean it's true for you. And it doesn't mean it like this is gonna play out the same way for you. Yeah. And like, so I think it's like important to like have that perspective of like our lives are our truth, but they're not everyone else's truth. Mm -hmm. And to be like, okay, like, so that's why it's like coming back to like the grounding of what do I believe in? like you know, like, ho like pointing people towards, like for me, like pointing people towards hope or, you know, like yeah. going after their dreams, like going after who they are. And yes. so, yeah, I think that that's something I used to just like, I think speak from this place of, well, this is like my experience and my reality. And instead it's like, oh, well, I actually like, Sometimes saying like I don't know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. it's my, maybe my voice answer. isn't like it the is. appropriate voice to be speaking into this yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then thinking of maybe like, oh, maybe go to this person. Maybe like they'll actually have some advice because I feel like they've walked through X, Y, or Z. Yeah. Um, and I think it's super important too. Like when people come to you and like they want to talk about something, like knowing their agenda as well. Are they wanting to create connection or are they wanting to like stir something up? Because if they're just wanting to stir something up, I'm like not here for it. And that's yeah. why that's why I'm like, that's why I'm like, Down. my voice is like, like depending on like the conflicts or whatever. But yeah. you know, if people come with like a, a topic, like on social media, sometimes like people are just trying to get a reaction. Mm -hmm. So therefore I think our voices are actually more powerful. Well, I don't want to say more or less powerful, but for me, it's like, 
I don't want to engage in, I don't want to get into like a war yeah, on social yeah, media. Yeah. So I'm oh, going to say yeah. no. <laughs> and we can't underestimate, you had said the word nurture, the power of nurture, because if you really look at nurture as a word, it actually grows things. So like mm-hmm. when we're talking about nurture, when we're talking about plants or things like that we actually eat, like we eat plants from the ground without nurture, we wouldn't have food that would sustain us. Yeah. Right? Nutrition. Without nurture, we wouldn't have children cultivating, growing in us and being these human beings that are changing the world so it's like nurture is such a powerful gift that we as women have like Mm -hmm. innately and it's like the more we settle like you're talking about your friend it's like the more we settle in really who we are yes and what we we naturally have by by being created I mean, that's a power. That's a superpower. Yeah. You yeah. know? I love that. Yeah. I love the metaphor that even we've been using about, like, women coming to the table. And, like, I think it's good to note that we actually are not called to be at every table. That's right. Um, yeah. You know, that's there's right. only certain tables that we have a destiny on our lives to be at. And that's they're right. the tables where we need to come educated and come with something to say. And But knowing that, hey, you know what? There's 10 tables I may be sitting at, but there's 20,000 out there that I have no business sitting at, nor Mm -hmm. should I, and nor do I want to. And so just, I think for some people, like knowing that we don't have to do everything. We don't have to have a voice in everything. We can make a difference if we actually are more intentional with the destiny that's on that's our lives. Right. So that's going to make a way yes. for us, and that's going to be where our favor takes us. Yeah, so, so good. Like, that's one of the things that I've chosen to live by, just especially over the past few years, is I, if I wouldn't say this to this person face-to-face, I'm not going to say it over text or social media especially. Like, I'm not going to, especially if I ran into that person and I wouldn't engage in that conversation. Why would I waste my time on the Internet or with a screen trying to like use my voice that way like if I wouldn't say it to them in person why am I saying it Mm -hmm. and so I don't know that's just like my perspective because I feel like the screens the screen has been a great rob thief of like connection and actually having that face-to-face conversation and so often people are like don't call me just text (laughs) I'm like that too I'm like why is this person calling me I'll text them back but just being okay with, like, not always saying something, especially over text. Like, I would much rather have that connection yeah. and that voice, use my voice in person, face-to-face, because so many times everything can get misconstrued and pulled apart, and then mm-hmm. it's all a misunderstanding. And instead of just having that boldness to, like, hey, let's have a conversation face-to-face, or if I wouldn't say it to them in person, then I'm not going to say it at all, because obviously... I don't have that place with that person. Yeah. yeah. And what came in my head when you were talking is like the word responsibility, right? Yeah. Because yeah. once we once we are using our voice, whether we've found it or, or not, like we're responsible yes. for what yes. we say. Yes. It's a big because, deal. Yeah. Yeah, it's really important yeah. because we have influence over people when we speak, mm-hmm. right? And so that's either like pushing people in a good direction or pushing people in a not so good direction, right? Yeah. So it's also to understanding that Every single time we shoot a text or put something on Instagram or social media or every single every single time we speak something out, like that creates something and that influences something. And so we need to be responsible and really just 
use our words carefully (laughs) and recognize that each word has a value. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I would even educate yourself on the words that you're saying, like understand the definition so that when you're actually saying things to people, it might give you better odds of them understanding you, especially if you're using, you know, a certain kind of language correctly. And giving people (laughs) the benefit of the doubt, too. Yeah, that is That has, I mean, especially if we're talking about conflicts, too. Conflict and saying there, you know, I think life for me has changed since viewing, like, okay, maybe this, I'm just going to actually assume the best about this person and their intentions. And even when it comes to those hard conversations or even political conversations, like, maybe people just don't know. Or maybe, you know what I mean? Or or maybe they do and I don't know something, you know? (laughs) And so so just believing in the best intentions. And honestly, that can, even when the person doesn't have the best intentions, like, it can actually turn a situation. I mean, I remember something, like, a week ago, somebody accused me of not handling something, basically, um, when I said that I would. And, and you know, there was clearly a miscommunication. And so I was just like, hey, I'm, I'm so sorry, but that, you know, this is just not what I meant. But I really wanted to be like, I don't appreciate this <laughs> You know what it We really just cleared it up by me being like, okay, actually, I'm just going to assume the best here and I'm going to try to spin this positive and like clearly we're both frustrated but we don't need to stay this way and it actually wound up being totally okay (laughs) but but it took learning that it took it took a lot to learn that that's so good Yeah. yeah Well, we hope that you enjoyed this episode of Truth Be Told, where we are talking about finding your voice, and we would love to hear from you. So we would love to hear how you have found your voice, or even some of the struggles that you're finding, that you're coming against when you are finding your voice. So if you want to comment below, we would love to read those. And if you want to follow us on Truth Be Told Show at Instagram, that would be awesome. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date on the latest episodes. But for now, we'll see you next week. Thank you.